It's time for NBA at Home with the Boys. Your weekly dose of NBA basketball. Settle in. Enjoy the chat. G'day and welcome to NBA at Home with the Boys, episode number four. I think we're up to number four, aren't we, lads? Um, yep. Lock it in. Lock I'll it in. I'll introduce uh, today's cast. We've got Paul Superman Scarzi. What's up, people? Muddy the Dr. Page. Yo, yo. And Ryan. Oh, nope. Sorry, guys. Ryan's no. not here yet again. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> he's, uh, really? He's not here. Interesting. Yeah. First time. He's, um, he's uh, with me. His wife's doing um, her medical exams, boys, so he's uh, having to step up in the uh, father role. Good on your wigs. We'll catch Good up on your wigs. Tomorrow, brother. No, I we'll think we exactly studying with uh, with his missus. Um, I think so. With uh, a couple of medical problems. We'll catch him on pod number five, boys. We'll catch him on pod Definitely. Five. He'll be back five. for sure. All righty. Look, who wants to kick off? Who has got a topic over the week or, or game? Oh, I do. Can like I? I'd week? love to kick it off. Can I go kick it off? Go for it. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Mate, if you're going to be negative the whole time, just leave now. Oh, just when I hear your <laughs> voice, I become negative. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's go, Scott. Kick it off. What do we think of these um, – the coach is being able to call uh, call up these fouls. Like, um, I don't even – I forget what it's called, but you know how yeah, they're no, able yeah, to yeah, – Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, Scott. What do we think about? What do we uh, think about? What, like, as in, how do we think of the rule? Or, the, or well, do you like it? Do you like no. the fact that they're able to do it? What okay. do you, like, you know? I like what are your fact, thoughts on it? Okay, I like the fact they can challenge a call, but I hate that they lose it if they're if it's a a correct outcome. Similar to tennis, you know, in tennis they get three challenges, right? Yep. And if they get if they're successful in that challenge, they get to keep it, right? Mm-hmm. I still I think. Like they're they're using the challenge, they're successful, they get the tur- the call overturned, or if they're unsuccessful, they lose it regardless. I just think for a right call, if they get it right, if it's a foul or out ball or whatever, if they get that call right, I reckon they should be able to keep their their challenge. What do you boys reckon? Well, Is that all harsh. you don't like about it? That's it. Well, I haven't seen it used like bro. I've seen like the first one. I think it was the first week of the. Of the uh, NBA and guys were calling in the first quarter. Like, oh, yeah, I thought right it was on. supposed to be for me more like you know when you got really tight games. Nah, what's well, what's any time you want really? It's yeah, that's use. what I was meaning. But you don't want to want to use it as early. I don't know, man. I just think they should be able to keep it if they're successful. Right, fair enough, Muddy. Mate, I love it. I like it, and I want to see yes. more of it. I Are you serious? Every, I want one every quarter. Oh, shit. I want one every quarter. Yeah, but you what call? Oh, come yeah, on. No, it's going to take away all the flopping, all the, you know, all, all, all the other little, like, Harden, no foul calls, Tucky did, you know, like, it'll okay. allow the coaches and the players a little bit more, um, uh, just a little bit more influence to go, well, let's stop this out of the game. You can obviously see I didn't touch this guy, so please don't, don't call that a foul. So I think have one every quarter, and if you Fuck. lose it, you lose it. If you win, you still got one, and that allows for some good cause. And okay. it helps the refs. Yeah, the refs. but okay. Have you 
Right, fair enough. So, but have you guys actually watched the game when they? Well, Ash just said he yes. didn't, but Marty, yes, have you I seen have. them? Yes, I have. I have. Yeah, oh. I it. it kills the game. No, they they miss- it in, they're not used to a scarzy. They they use it in the like right at the end of games and just to use it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I, I remember one game Giannis was playing. Oh, the Bucks was playing, and then they used it, and then Giannis got fouled off. And then they yeah. called yep. call and try call it again. And so yeah, I remember. I, yeah, I forget the yeah. game. I know the game you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yep. so well, Harden. I, I think Harden used his one. Oh, actually, he called to use it because he got yeah, they call. traveling. And yeah. He's like no, and you actually watch the slow mo, and he doesn't travel. He does two step. It does look like a travel in, you know, uh, normal play. But when you watch it in slow mo, he does take the one two step and then gets the basket. But I don't know, man. What do you keep going, Matty? Sorry, brother, to cut you off. Yeah, no. Look, I'm just saying. I, I, I think when they get used to it, it's like I remember when when it first came in cricket. Like people weren't oh. sure when to use it, how to use it, but now they know how to use it pretty well. And when they do use it, it's, it's, it's nearly a correct call. So I think just give it some time. But I'd, I'd love to see it every quarter. I actually like it. I think it can actually bridge the gap between the players, coaches, and refs. And it just allows a little bit more for conversation and for influence on the game, which I think is. is I think scars. I think at the moment, like Muddy's saying, I think it is early and they don't know how to use it. But I think it is going to come up big come playoffs, bro. I do believe. Yeah, that. I Maybe just don't. Sit, you know, seventh yeah. game or something. I just think the one thing you love about basketball is something's always happening. It's a flash flowing game, you know. Good call, bad call, whatever. The game's moving. Now, all of a sudden, oh, they're stopping for a call. It's just, it's killing the vibe a bit. I just don't like it from a what viewing point of view. I get your guys' points in regards to, yeah, it is definitely good. It's going to cut a lot of the bullshit out of the games of guys flopping or, you know, crazy calls. There was a really good Good one today with Paul and Portland contested one with um, the big guy Whiteside um, against Trey Young and they reversed the call. Like yeah. that was good, but it just kills the momentum of the game and the atmosphere. I find, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they speed it up. Yeah, well, I guess it depends on what side you're on. If you're on the winning or the losing side, you know, of, of the call, but. I, 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 I probably agree with um, Ash in the playoffs. Look, one thing I, I, I despise a lot is... Guys pushing team. off the ball when no, you're going to no, get them? Oh, for sure. No doubt. No doubt. But when, <laughs> oh, mate, I'd use it all day. And then win it, by the way. Um, but when teams lose because of a bad call, yeah, I'd love to see in the playoffs, in the playoffs that they could actually, you know, maybe change that call. Because I, I, I hate seeing any team lose because of a call. You know? Yeah, so fair enough. It, it just helps. Yeah, okay. But yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. But I okay. pros are gone. Yep. Yeah, I, Marty, right. you, but but like my point was like Marty, you could imagine being at the stadium watching the game. And as you're gonna Mate, get a feel matter. you're gonna right. get a feel for it when you're there. I think it just right. kills the atmosphere. Right. At the games at the games is pumping no matter what. Like, you know, yeah, but I think playing, this is killing it. Everyone's dancing, they're bumping, they're bumping shoulders. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> yeah, but say, <laughs> okay, say, no matter what. Yeah. say in the finals, right? 
say in the finals, and let's go back to that call that was real controversial when Golden State versus Cleveland, right? And LeBron was just outside the restricted zone, but then they overruled it. Like they went to charge and then they overruled that call. And mm. you could say Cleveland had a lot of that momentum and just from that one call changed the game and we went over to overtime. That could be, that's where it's going to come in handy, right? Where you can go, well, they've overcaught it. Can we go back and have a look? And oh, I don't mean, know. Oh, I guess we're going to have to wait till we get one of those moments where you're like, it's yeah. a draw. I don't know if that on one's a good one, Ash, because they had a good look at it. That one's probably not. But I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah it like a bad call won't necessarily be a momentum swinger. But hmm. if they've already used their call, then it can, you know what I mean? Like it still can yeah. be. And yeah, there's anyway. probably, yeah, anyway, we'll move on. Um, yep. Anything anything else you want to elaborate, yeah, Spouse, or anything please. on that one? Okay, we'll move on. All righty, Muddy, have you got anything, brother? And if you don't, I'm more than happy to throw something out. Oh, <laughs> oh bro, stop it. I always have something. Uh, Come on, then. Look, I, I just want to talk about, you know, MVP race and about Devin Booker. I mean, Ooh, I, I think Devin we Booker. had a quick discussion about it, but I'm, I'm just pretty impressed with this guy like i've just been watching bits and pieces of him it, it seems before it used to be really high volume you know he used to want the ball a lot have the ball a lot, so shoot a lot are you putting him in are you putting him in are you putting him in the mvp contention holy Look, snap i am i am what? i'd say mi i'd say mip yeah that's say that mip could... i wouldn't say mvp Right, they just beat That's... Brooklyn Nets again. They're number mm. six. They're six and three. He's uh, what averaging twenty five a game. And today he like he outshined Irving. Irving had fifteen. And Booker I think shot seventy one percent from the field. Like ten from fifteen. Wow. Like that's, yeah, but I... that's not yeah. really yeah. him. You know he, he no, no, I know, I know. And he shot eighty percent from three. He went four or five from three point land. Mm. But I just think, yeah, is it the sad fact, though, say if the Suns finish maybe, you know, eighth or, or seventh in the West, or they might just sit maybe tenth. The sad thing is that wherever his team will finish, even though he's had a really good career statistically, I think he'll be, that'll be a mark against his name for not getting the MVP, if that makes sense. But you think like, about it. Is, for Giannis. Even if they... Yeah, but but Ash, even if they make the top eight, or they're sixth at the moment, I don't know if they'll stay sixth. They're fifth. If they make the playoffs, fifth. If they make the playoffs, they've come from last to making the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, oh, look, that's, Phoenix. That's Phoenix massive. have got to be the yeah, most impressive team. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, okay, Giannis, years before they had the best, you know, best uh, NBA record last year, he wasn't quite in contention. And then until we really seen him last year explode and he, he carried the Bucks to the best record in the NBA, they obviously bowed out in the Eastern Conference Finals. But I think that's the sad fact is that if Booker doesn't get them in that realm and we're talking about them uh, in come playoffs, if he's not, you know, showing up, the sad thing is he's going to get striked as a But don't note. forget, don't forget the MVP is supposed to be a regular season. I know. Award. I know. Okay, so I mean, yeah, mate. yeah. Mm. Hard I can't. I look. I don't think he's going to get MVP, but there's no doubt he's definitely improved as a player, and I think as a whole, the Suns are just a better team, and I, I think it's a combination of both. But look, I don't think he can quite 
I don't think you can get to the MVP race, no. Okay, okay. fair enough. All righty. Okay, quickly. What on do you got, one. Ash? No, that's um, that's. Oh, as in question, boys. I think we're yeah. rolling over them. Okay, boys. You better, now, you better not talk about the Lakers, mate. You better See, not. Told talk you. About the we Lakers. should have ten bucks. See over on ten bucks. <laughs> you shouldn't have said the you word. You better not talk about you it. You spoke no. about it. Okay, <laughs> load management, boys. Oh, load he's management. gone the load. Ma- I like I the angle, Ash. I want to know. Okay, so we all know um, Kawhi Leonard. There was a bit of riffraff there. NBA was saying he's he's not well to play. Then LA uh, Clippers came out and said no, he's healthy. So then they fined him fifty grand. So this whole thing about yeah. load management, yeah. right? Kawhi hasn't played a back to back since I seen a thing of April two thousand and seventeen. So he yep. was obviously yeah. a spur then. So he hasn't played a back to back since he's twenty eight years old. So he's not thirty four or he's not in his thirties like some players in the league. He's 28. Yes, yeah. we know he's had a, a few injuries there with our knees and quads. Um, and obviously that injury that he had on why he left the Spurs. Mm. The whole thing around load management, boys, yeah, I want to yeah. know, what are your guys' thoughts? Is And, and obviously, refer back to Kawhi, because at the moment, that's where we're at. But I think the league as a whole now is taking, uh, or players are taking this thing as load management because they've all got a fair crack at the pie. What are we, what are we thinking about it? What's our thoughts on it? Who's going oh, first? Muddy. Uh, go, Muddy. Uh, oh, you want to... oh, look, really I'll, go really I'll go first. I'll go first. Can I go first? Okay. 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 Get out of the way. Yeah, please. Right. Look, as a fan, always hated it. Because if a guy... Oh. If, if you're, you're going to sit on the fence already. I feel no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Just let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. I'm not even anywhere near the fence. Oh, look, no, keep going, it. brother. Anyway, so look, as a fan, I really hate it because if you're going to see a guy and you're coming from Australia and you've only got the opportunity to see him on a back-to-back or whatever, there's a big possibility you're going to miss that player. And, I mean, let's face it, you know, the, the superstar guys are the guys that you want to go see. But, and so, look, at the end of the day, I'm not a fan of it at all. But I find it strange, like, the league's talking about it more now, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's technically only Kawhi Leonard that's doing the management at the moment, isn't it? Like, no one else is really doing it, yeah? Yeah. yeah. The Spurs... Yeah used to load manage Tim Duncan, mm. Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. Yep, three that's why he's not top ten. Three players, right? That's why he's not and there what and there was not really a lot of talk about it. So I think it's the fact that Kawhi Leonard is now in LA, there's more of a spotlight. But are you and saying that's guys, you're just referring to the Spurs, are you thinking are you kind of saying that Kawhi's taken that mentality from Spurs out into nah, his, look, wherever he's uh, going? Nah, look, I think Kawhi Leonard just beats to his own drum, mate. And if he, he just doesn't want to play back-to-backs, then I think that that's just the mentality he's going to have. Yeah, he, I, I don't, say, okay, I don't so, necessarily think that's a Spurs thing. I think that's just something he's come to terms with. But look, I, I'm not a big, I'm not a fan of it. It's not. I think if you're injured, for a guy coming off like um, Murray coming off um, his yes, uh, Achilles yes, injury, 
Yeah. That's different. You can understand that he's going to do that. Yeah. You know. And so is Katie. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. So you can understand when they're coming off their injury, but I think long term, when you're in your second season, that's a bit harder to um to cop. I just think sure. I just think it's a bad look, especially when uh, Kawhi Leonard was at like the uh, Lakers press when he first signed, and he was saying he's ready to go, he's healthy, and that was in September. And then I know what they're doing; they're saving him obviously for this big run at the end of the season. But, like, boys, we're two weeks in. Like, just for the instance of when you start a job, unless you're a doctor, you know, you start oh, a new job, you don't go and take sick days on your first week <laughs> or your sick second days. week. Do you know, know what I mean? Sick days are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah. bloody – you're there – you're pretty much on three months probation. You know, I know basketball is a different term because Kawhi's resume speaks for itself, but you go in there, your new city, play uh, – look – and I'm gonna I'm gonna put my boy LeBron James under the under the belt under the fire here under the bus. He came out and said, "Oh, you know, if I'm healthy, I play regardless." No, that's bullcrap because we know you load manage too when he wants to. We all know that. So he came out. I know that was a bit of a stab in the dark at Kawhi saying, "You know, if I'm healthy, I play regardless. Um, if I'm not injured or something like that." So I think that's crap because I know he does. He's done it before. So um, yeah, anyway, look. Yep. Yeah. So, look, I just think it is, and like you ask, guys, you are right. It does suck. I think more load management should happen probably maybe towards the All Star, like the end of that first half of the season, maybe the end of the the back end of the season. So around yep. you know your March, Aprils, that's when they could start taking games off for the mere fact, I guess, where they cement themselves in or which which position they clinch. Um, then they can go sweet. I can coast from here. You know what yeah, I mean? Or I can have the, the next five games off. Yeah, but you can't say that and just say, oh, well, at the end of the year, it's okay, because fans are still paying their money. Yeah, look, on that fact, boys, do you think the the, the NBA um, should, like, if, if star players do pull out, there's, like, a percentage of reimbursement on that? Like, do you think uh, that's yeah. management? Well, I think so. I think so. Apparently there's an organisation that is coming out, you know, like, you, you got Ticket Tech or Ticketmaster, and yeah, yep. if the stars aren't um, there, they actually get a refund. Uh, yeah, I re- look, you know modest, what? So if, if I, I think the big thing is from a fan's perspective, I think uh, the so big can thing. Can I have a ghost, Gardner, or what? Can I have a say yet, or what? <laughs> I thought you did, <laughs> mate. I thought you had your little, thought you had your little two oh, cents. Oh, what? You Sorry, brother. Take over the whole segment. Go, we mate. Go. 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 Thank you. Oh, man, hard. You guys. We just got you on a sick day, that's all. Just a regular sick okay, day. Look, uh, what, are you going to let me have a go? Look, I, I really don't care. <laughs> a, player, a player has one opportunity in his career, and if he wants to load manage and the organisation is happy, well, so be it. No problem at all. Because you see, Kwai did something uh, quite significant last year. He load managed, and he won the chip. Now, I get, Give- uh, I'm sure the Toronto fans are super happy about that. The rest of the league probably isn't happy. And, yes, there's other issues with um, TV deals and, and betting agencies and all that. And I understand that. However, if players want to do that, and Kawhi, for example, you know something? They're going to get less money because the TV deals and all that is what makes up this big pocket of money. And if he's not playing, the TV deals like ESPN, TNT, they're not going to chuck big bucks because they're going to say, well, your best players aren't even playing the best players most of the time. 
So that means that the salary cap is going to come down. So I think you're going to see at some point, again, I don't mind if they want to load money, but you know something? The players' money is going to go down and then they'll end up going, oh, players' association, I'll be better play again because we're not getting good income. And then they'll start playing, you know, more games again. So I think it's, it's going to be like a, a roller coaster. Do you think... A yo-yo up and down and it'll be okay. Do you think it's the, that those fines though, these the NBA are handing out should go a percentage the player pays. So say the 50 grand and say Kawhi has to pay like a 15% of that. Mate, included. I think he should pay, I think he yeah. should pay 50 grand. And, yeah. and the organisation should pay 100 grand. Oh, I think it should be even Stevens, Mate. to be honest, because... Oh, well, if, even if it's a percentage, like, okay, here's a 50 grand fine, 15% of that no. is Kawhi's, and no, the others have got to be made the organisation. You think about it, the organisation, like Kawhi would have said to the Clippers, I'm 65 in my three spot. And and the Clippers would have said, okay, 65, okay. But if they had to pay double, do you think the organisation is going to go, oh, yeah, 65 is okay? No way, man. Organisation would go, no. Can I be – no, look, to be honest, bro, I I think different – depending on the organisation, I think the Clippers would have honestly – paid Kawhi Leonard whatever it took to get his signature. That's my, like, I think the Clippers yeah, are, a, are a unique circumstance. Barmer's got deep pockets. He wants to win. But look, okay, if well, he went... Yeah, but if it doesn't pay off, Scars, it sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Well, of course it does, mate. But yeah. when you got a few billion dollars in your back pocket, yeah. it's, well, it's, well, it's just a lot. Yeah, that's right, mate. Well, it's a risk you're willing to take. Well, how about if you said this? If you, if you, for example, load manage, um, if you get to three games, three games that is uh, that's not appropriate. Well, hey, you don't play one playoff game. Yeah, well, man, you know. Imagine that, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Look, I think there's games. a lot of there's there's obviously a lot of rules they can throw at them. It's just it's just whether or not they're willing to do that. That's kind of the thing. And and look, Muddy, you're right. When it starts costing them hitting their the players' hip pockets or the organisation's pockets significantly, then they're going to look at it. That's the reality. You know, that's just the reality. Yeah. So, but look, just okay. just. Just quickly, look, If I think if that's the plan where Kawhi Leonard is not going to play a back-to-back, I really think the organisation should come out early and say that so the, the fans know that yeah. Kawhi Leonard is not going to play a back-to-back so that you're yeah. not going to get excited. Off, you know, yeah, I'm going to watch a mm. Clippers game no. and boom, Kawhi's no, out. they can't. I know they can't. They yeah, so why are you but, saying something so stupid like that? Because they can't. Well, because they should be able to. They should be able to let their fans know. Oh, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm down for the reimbursement because I'm probably going to be one of these suckers uh, come <laughs> next year when I'm over there. And I said to the missus, I don't even want to go and buy uh, that team's tickets quite yet because I just have a feeling I'm going to miss out on the only person I want to watch. Uh, and anyway, I'll settle for oh, that. Oh, look, man, oh, you just... It. You gotta okay. roll the oh, dice, brother. Yeah, anyway, you gotta let's, roll let's the dice. Off, let's get off low management for a second. Now look, well, Wiggs is not here. I just wanna throw I'm gonna throw another topic out there. Um okay, boys, I wanna say what teams so far over the last five years have rebuilt well and which ones are on the way 
on to re- rebuilding stages. Um, oh, let's just go yeah. with. Let's just obviously we've spoken about Phoenix at the start there with Booker. I'm um, yeah. I'm assuming that'll be in Mar- Marty's uh, uh, book of bloody organisations that's rebuilt well and, and looking bright. So I'll, leave, I'll start with you, Muddy. You go, start, you go, Muddy. Which ones have started well, so like rebuilt well over the last, you know, five years or so, and which ones are now looking like they're going down that that path of rebuilding? Okay, well, over the last five years, uh, I don't think you can go past Toronto. Although I know that, you know, mm. they now lost Kawhi Leonard, but they won the mm. chip last year, right? And they have mm. been slowly building. Uh, so Toronto, I have to give them number one credit. Number two, I'm um, I'm talking about Philly. Like, yeah, yep. trust the process, etc. But, man, they were a bad team, non-playoff contender. But are we... Look okay, at them. Yep. But, Matty, so saying I'll, that now, like, are they off... Like, if they lose, are they going back into that structure again of, like, kind of yeah, half rebuilding? Well, I... Well, no, not Nah. Nah. Look, look, it's really hard to win the chip. You know what I mean? And and I think we ha- sometimes just have to play it down one or two steps because it's very hard, very competitive. Yeah. But over over the last five years, I think they've done absolutely wonderful job. So they're okay. the two from the east that really, really, you know, stands out. Denver in the west. I mean, who would have thought? Yeah. Like, I, I didn't even see them coming up. You know what I mean? Like, they just sort of came out of nowhere um, and obviously did pretty well mainly last year. And... Look, I'd probably say that's probably it for me over the last five okay. years. But obviously, Phoenix now this year, uh, I'm going to say. Yep, this yeah. year. Yeah, but but that's, that's, that's been a pretty, pretty disappointing. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, and and the Lakers. I, I I actually didn't think the Lakers would be number one, like as in before all the um, all the trades. Um, I just didn't see it when the Magic and Palinka issues were happening. I was hoping, but. Man, what they've done this year is pretty spectacular. Um, yeah. Which ones are falling we... then, Muddy? Which ones are we going on the bad side? Which ones do you think oh. that you look at this year and go, they're starting to, they're starting to rebuild? Yeah, so... Or seem well, to be. Well, the thing is, everyone's pretty good, hey? You know, like, apart from apart from the Washington and the New York and the... To be honest, it's so competitive, I can't really say that I'm actually upset with too many teams. I think everyone's playing pretty well, you know. Considering their rosters. Mm. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. What do you got, Scars? Come on, brother. Change. Oh, look, look, Muddy's nailed most of them, but a team that I'm, look, impressed with probably longer than a five-year period, I'd have to say, other than the ones that Muddy said, because, you know, they're, they're kind of out there. But, look, Utah have, when they lost John Stockton and Carl Malone, you really couldn't see a way forward for them. And they've built themselves to a, to a playoff team again. They might get knocked out in the first round, but as Muddy said, you know, the league is so tough. You know, even making the playoffs is a big thing. And for a town, for for Utah to be able to do that after losing two Hall of Famers, um, was pretty remarkable. So I'd probably say then Utah's another team that, that Muddy didn't mention that has surprised me, that's kind of been able to be relevant in that playoff hunt. You know, never going to be a team that you think would win it, but that they're competitive. Yep. And what else, brother? What, what's your negative? Which one do you think? What team oh, do you look, reckon so far oh, as you think, oh, they're on a rebuild? Look, looking like they're on a rebuild. Uh, I'll, I'll say, too, obviously the Spurs, I mean, they're definitely on a rebuild, um, realistically. 
And uh, the other team that, you know, is, is just blatantly obvious, I think New York is probably the one bitterly disappointing team for me that, you know, they've been rebuilding for the last yeah. 20 years and have never got it even close. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay. Well, I'm just going to – you guys have pretty much added teams over that last five-year period. I'm going to just say, look, I think adding to that Phoenix, um, obviously, like you said, Scarzi losing that team of um, uh, Stadermeyer and Steve Nash. They were the run-and-gun uh, team, obviously made it, you know, close to the Western Conference, Conference finals yeah. and made it to the finals but never quite did. So it was hard to see them once they – offloaded all them but they ever get back but like Muddy said they've got Booker is balling Baines is actually contributing in there they've got a nice little roster they've come up you know what's that been since that, that era 2013 when Nash yeah, was there maybe there. 2012 yep. so it's taken them six or seven years um, yep. to get up I'm probably going to say the Pelicans for the mere Ooh. fact that they got rid of Davis and they've actually got themselves in a position within one year to look bright in the next, uh, you know, at least five years onwards, depending on how this young core go together. Look, um, I'll say it again. How good is Brandon Ingram looking and playing? No, oh, yeah. yeah, he's he's looking Mate, good. And, but I, how, he, I'll put my hand up. I'll put, yeah, I'll put my hand up. He, I never thought he was a baller, but my God, he looks yeah, awesome. Neither. Yeah, neither, bro. Oh. He, actually, he is, and he's, he's dominating, and, and he just yep. needed a fresh start, and I think you know, like Griff, Griff got in there, sorted a lot of things out, got a lot of great draft picks in that for future for the future yep. um, uh, drafts. He's got a great young stock. He obviously knew what he was up to. He got a lot from the Lakers out of Davis, and uh, he's going. I think they're going to have a bright future. Look, rebuilding mode. I think I'm going to join on you, Scars, with the Spurs. I don't know if they're yep. going to be able to retain Demar, um, but look, if Pop's still there, they've still always got a chance. Um, I think DeMar's probably going to look elsewhere, maybe. Who knows? Uh, so they're probably in that rebuilding. And I think OKC, even though they're still feathering OK, and we knew they were going and then, you know, Presley oh, yeah, said they were in a rebuild mode. Be, yep. But I think once they get a trade partner for Chris Paul and they might ship Adams out, I think they're in, in a rebuild. Um, definitely. Can we say Houston are going to join that maybe this year if everything doesn't go well? Well, they could get rid of the coach. Uh, they could get rid of Harden because we don't know if that brand of basketball is going to work to get them a championship. Uh, yeah, look, it is hard. And then you look at, you know, look, the Cavs, mate. The Cavs are bloody re- – they got to rebuild, I reckon. They should clean house. And, and, and maybe with the Wizards too, the Wizards should clean. Now, watching that game on the weekend, boys, was so painful. <laughs> oh, I couldn't just. Oh, it was so painful. And I know Scars, you tell me to watch other games. It was totally painful. Like, oh, shooting air balls and yeah. oh, that was just terrible. And no one would score for a good like five minutes. <laughs> was yeah, like, it's, it's never this pretty. Is bad. This is bad. bad. Bradley Beal shooting air balls. Uh, and I was actually looking at John Wall going, please get back on the court. <laughs> 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 oh, anyway, boys, that that's pretty much it. Eh? Should we um go on to yeah, just, a bit just of the, the- yeah, just one yep. more quick thing before we wrap it up. Well, guys, yeah, who who are we looking at as the best point guard in the league right now? Who who do we think's the best LBJ. point guard right now? LBJ? Stop it, Ash. Ash, Ash. Stop it. Oops, sorry, that is me. Yep. <laughs> no, yep. Um, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably change it up just for the mere fact Muddy's already said it. Uh, well, who do you reckon, Scott? Give me a bit of time to tinker here. Just have a. Mate, you you're gonna be you're gonna be surprised, but I probably would put LBJ up there. I'm thinking Trey Young. 
Trey Young's probably another one. But it's Trae hard. Young. Like you start, you start thinking about all the good point guards out yeah, there. Yeah, they, yeah. And they there's a lot of good point guards. It's surprising. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I think LBJ. You got to probably put him in the top three right now. Maybe you know. Yeah. Yeah, you probably have, and I probably do agree with you, Trey Young. What about Luca? Oh, he... I know he doesn't play the position, but yeah, well, he's, he's the one that's got the ball most of the time in his hands. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he should be I mean? playing point guard. That's the whole like, point. I think Luca could get a could get a uh, a mention in there because, matter of fact, he is the main handler for that team. How good were that team, boys? If they would have kept Barnes, they would have mm. kept Harrison Barnes. Mm. That would have been pretty handy. No, oh, like, nah. I think they should have. Stop it. No oh. way. Get out of here. Oh, he's keeping it. And you've seen what he's doing at the Kings. Oh, oh mate. Nah. Everyone can do that at the Kings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> righto. Righto. Well, they can oh, do with that. a bloke that doesn't shoot. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, just on that up. one, quickly, boys. Are we under, are people underestimating the Kings? Quickly, underestimating the Kings, yes or no? I really liked the Kings before the season started, but I, I, I don't like, know. I like Fox. I don't know. I like Fox. I like, I like Fox. the Kings in general, but and I hope they do well. But they just got off to a shaky start. And I don't know, in the West, especially a young team, I don't know. I don't know if you can really afford to not have a good start. But, man, I hope they do well. Look. Yeah. They've just got to. I reckon they've just got to get rid of bloody the GM. What's his name? Vlada. Vladi Divak. Oh, mate. <laughs> He's terrible, but um. Anyway, anyway, boys, have we got a quick shout out? I know who we can. Oh, I know who my shout out's going to. So we'll, <laughs> we'll pass it around. Let's go, buddy. Who you got, brother? Yeah, look, I got a shout out to uh, my brother Garvey. Um, both there's one positive, one negative. Uh, positive is he wished me happy birthday when no one, no other family pod brothers did. Um, so thank you very much, Garvey. Lots of love. Um, no, no worries, uh, mate. Yep, um, and I guess the negative shout-out for Scarzi is I asked him for a rake to you. Oh, he had to rake up some leaves, and he gave me a rake from 1950s. Um, I used it. I've got about 50 splinters in both left and right hands. That's because you're soft. Um, but anyway. I'll tell you now, I'm going to broke on me with the first rake, but uh, thanks very much for coming to my rescue. That's, that was a joke. Uh, so unbelievable. So what happens when you put too much antiseptic on your skin, Muddy? It gets soft. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, Scars, who you got, brother? Who you got? What do you got? Oh, mate, I uh, I'll shout out to Wiggs doing the doing the dad duties. Good on him, and hope and shout out to Joe. Good luck on your exams, Joe. Yeah. All right, I'll give, a, I'll give a shout out to uh, by the sounds of the Australia Post. Uh, looks like the uniforms got delivered. Ray Ray, well, I nailed it. If you could comment, if you could comment on that, if you've got your package, um, and I uh, hope you got Ray Allen written on the back or Michael Jordan, whichever one you prefer, give us a shout out. And also a shout out to Big Joey. He's over in bloody Bali. Looks like he's living it up. Yeah, he's living the his, dream over there. Don't know whether that was his new lady or whatnot, but congrats, uh, happy for you, bro. Looks like you've moved on, and uh, looking forward to the tourney in uh, in January. Anyway, yeah. boys. That is it. Thanks for tuning in, guys, to NBA at Home with the Boys, episode number four. We'll catch you on episode number five, coming in hot. Peace and stay healthy. Stay healthy. Stay healthy and eat healthy. Eat healthy. Go to F45. Stay healthy. <laughs>
<laughs> Shout out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.